Hey, this is Scott from Finger Eleven. You're listening to The Bars. Hi, and welcome to The Barn, live from The Barn Studios in Southeast Missouri. We are joined right now with a special guest online. We have Mr. Scott Anderson, vocalist of Finger Eleven. Scott, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty exciting time for Finger Eleven right now. We have the Greatest Hits album coming out June 16th. How exciting is that for you guys? Uh, it's great. It's, it's, been a, I mean, it's been a dream of the band for a long time to try to get a greatest hits together. So the fact we finally got everything uh, organized and uh, the fact it's coming out is very, very exciting for us. One of the most impressive things I think about Finger Eleven, when I think about Finger Eleven, is the longevity of you guys and how long you've kept pretty much the full lineup together and intact. (laughs) Well, um, I think there's a, you know, it's, it's, I guess being in a band with your brother can make things more difficult or easier. So we've got that. We've got myself and um, my brother, Sean, as a bass player. And then Rick and James, I mean, we've been friends since we were, I want to say 13 years old, you know, and it was just music that, uh, you know, put us together. And that's kind of been the goal for, you know, the entire time we've been together. So it's, that goal hasn't changed and we've, you know, we've, we've had successes and we've had um, kind of ups and downs. And there was just this uh, dream of just being in a band and keeping, keeping the dream of music, playing music together. That That's like the main idea. <laughs> so it's right. like, as long as that dream is still alive, then we're just going to keep doing it. You know, we, we still feel like, uh, you know, teenagers when we, we play music together. So, um, why give that up? You know, if we can keep going, then why would we ever stop? <laughs> I would say that's pretty impressive. You know, you sometimes look at Wikipedia pages and there's like a chart down below of the band and all the band members. And sometimes it can get pretty lengthy. And man, I, I was just looking at yours. and I was just so impressed that you've been able to do that. You know, being in a, in a band with your brother all these years, have you guys had any of those like Oasis brother moments or black crows <laughs> moments? <laughs> Um, no, usually, I mean, uh, Sean usually takes the brunt of the, uh, abuse, uh, cause he's probably the nicest guy in the band. So, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's, <laughs> well, well, you just, you, you argue differently with your brother than you do everybody else. <laughs> you oh, know, sure. you can be a little more real and, um, but not, not a lot of blow up moments. Um, I don't think we've thrown anything at each other. I'm just trying to think. But it's, uh, you know, everybody gets along pretty, pretty well. But, it's, you know, there's uh, the arguments, I think, get a little more heated between my brother and I because I can just sort of, you know, he's my brother. Uh, just talk to, you talk to your brother in a different way. And with the release of this Greatest Hits, I know there's some festivals on you guys' schedule, one including uh, the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. And you're playing on Saturday with Shinedown, Papa Roach, Blue October. What an exciting festival to be a part of. I mean, those are, those are gigantic bands and it's our job to uh, try to, you know, sit in there as best we can, you know, to try to, um, 
make everybody remember <laughs> finger 11 just in case you forgot hey you know we're still going and hey we've got a new song and there's a greatest hits and we've got more music coming yeah and speaking of the greatest hits you've uh You've attached a new single to it, Together Right, with a new video as well. I'm going to quote you real quick. Together Right is about unity. It's about the bonds between people and how far that bond can extend before it's broken. The song has an optimistic-sounding chorus, but it's really, really a desperate plea from one party to another asking, please stick around. Let's go down with this ship together. <laughs> well, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself, but I guess <laughs> I did say that. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's something about that song, you know, I thought it was a neat theme to kind of write, write around, but the, 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 the chorus kind of sounds optimistic, yeah, right? You know, like it's, it's got that anthemic feel to it. So if you're not careful, it's this kind of feel-good sounding tune, uh, but the, you know, the lyrics are kind of painting a different picture. Um, you know, it's, uh, the song has been around in a few different, uh, you know, states of, it, you know, it's been almost finished for several years now. And I, it's always dangerous to mess with a song that that's almost finished because every single time you work on it, you might ruin what's special about it. But uh, I think we did uh, really well by this one. And, you know, that's the problem with not being in a studio and not having a deadline. You can just keep working and working and working uh, on any piece of music. And no one's going to tell you to stop. <laughs> but... Um, we finally were really happy with it, and uh, it's, it's finally seen a release. And um, I, I will say that I, I, I was, you know, the band was expecting, you know, we love the song, but you, you just never know how people are going to re- receive it. But uh, I, I couldn't be happier with the result and and, uh, and how people are responding to the song. So it makes me, it, it, it's spurring us on to put out more music and, and, and quicker. So... I'm really happy with the success that the song has had so far. Was there some experimentation with like different tunings on this song particular? Because it sounds like it's in a, the guitars are like in a lower tuning. Is that the case? Uh, it could be. There's always tuning stuff. Uh, you know, you're, you're kind of asking the wrong guy, you know, you're asking <laughs> right. the singer. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but what what will happen is, you know, like a lot of the times the guys will accommodate my voice. Like, oh, does it sound better in this key or that key? Well, in case we'll have to do a different tuning. And, you know, it's always a pain in the ass, but nobody complains. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I don't know what tuning this is in. But, uh, there's, you know, sometimes we got to, like, if, if it's like, oh, well, you know, like Scott's yelling, but it doesn't sound as good. Like, we got to, like, rip his throat apart. So let's tune it up a little bit more. Let's put it in a higher key. Uh, you know, it can go both ways, but yeah, like different tunings are, are certainly something that is, is always considered. It's a, and, and it's a, it's a, I, I know that it's a song by song uh, decision. That much I do know. As much as we're excited about the release of this greatest hits and the new single and the festivals coming up, we have to dig into the past a little bit. Paralyzer five times platinum, 258 million Spotify streams. Do you remember writing that song, and, and was that ever part of the vision with, with that song? <laughs> I mean, no. I, I wish I had that kind of vision, because I could just, then I would just do it again. But I remember the band gave me that piece of music, and I sat down and just basically reacted to it for an, about an hour or two. And I remember thinking, okay, well, this is like, give me some sort of like disco rock song. Like, what is, what, how do I do this? Like, I can't pretend uh, that, you know, to, what, what am I, uh, 
am I going to start talking about how cool a club is? You know, so I just said, well, no, I'll just write about how I don't belong in a club that's cool. You know, like, let's, let's, go, let's go with that angle. And I, I messed around with it. You know, I, I guess I was kind of just thumbing my nose at, it's like, you know, just this sort of dance idea. It's like, I don't dance. What is this? Right. And so I started, I, I just started having fun with the lyrics in the verse. And soon enough, I was like, oh, this, this could be something. This is pretty cool. And, you, you know, more than any other song, it's just it's had a life of its own for a long time. And it's great. It, it, it's, uh, it's nice to have an up-tempo party song uh, be a hit for you. You know, you, put the, you know, Finger Eleven has everything. You know, there's a lot of moody stuff. There's harder stuff. There's, there's more mellow stuff. But, you know, some, some hits, some doesn't. But, you know, Paralyzer is, you know, a whole other thing. So I'm happy for its success, um, but I, I did not see it coming. I, I'm, I thought it was a cool song, but, you know, I think everything we do is cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it seems like for a while on every commercial and soundtrack and movie and wasn't even featured on Guitar Hero, maybe? Yeah, it was, there, there was one Guitar Hero. Uh, I think it was... I can't remember which one it was, but that was definitely a goal of mine. I'm a big fan of those games. Yeah. So that was a nice little, uh, it was nice to have that. And I was hoping we'd get more opportunities for more music. Cause like I've discovered, you know, music from playing those games. It's great. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and a few years later you followed up with one thing, which is very different. You know, you talk about sort of musically the up-tempo-ness of Paralyzer, where one thing is, I guess, maybe more of a ballad, if they even still use that word. But tell us a little bit about one thing. Yeah, actually, you know what? One thing came before Paralyzer, and that was just a result of James and I were up at a cottage trying to finish up some uh, musical ideas. Uh, the same session, there's a, there's a song called Stay in Shadow that's like much heavier, almost like a polar opposite. But those two songs were written in the same, they were finished up in the same session. And, you know, Jay just was... He got up early and he was just, uh, this riff, this, you know, the, the, I couldn't, I couldn't stop, like, I was kind of mesmerized by it. And I was like, that riff is so cool. Like, can you just loop that? So I want to, I want to, I want to react to it. And that was, that, that was how one thing got, um, written, you know, which is this really nice flashpoint of a moment, uh, in a, a cottage session. But we, we finished up one thing, we finished up Stay in Shadow, and we came back and he said to the band, like, guys, check out this song, Stay in Shadow. It's so cool. And uh, they're like, yeah, 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 but what's that other one? Like, what's that, you know, that, that slower one? Everybody started to kind of, like, focus on that song. And um, it became a pretty big hit for us, you know? But, it, you know, both those, both Paralyzer and One Thing were, were just these very, very uh, small, like, very short songwriting sessions. You know, it's, I, always, I feel like the music was so good, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to stop working on it until I was, you know, until I had an idea and um, it, it, you kind of feel like, okay, I, I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to get in the way here. I, I, this is, this is really, really cool. But it's the, the, it's the songs that everybody knows that were easy to write. And it's the songs that know, you know, the, the deep album tracks that take like months to, to finish up. And it's, it's pretty funny. The album Five Crooked Lines out in 2015, you guys actually worked with a pretty famous producer, Dave Cobb. I would say he's mostly known for some of the albums that he's done in the country music genre. How did that connection come about? And, uh, you know, what is the importance of a producer on a record? Well, a producer can 
can wear a lot of hats and you know you, it's, depending on what you want out of, of a producer you know like there's uh they can help you with selecting the material they can help you like uh, avoid you know musical landmines and be like well no you can't you know like what we can help you with arrangements it can help you with uh you know even writing has been you know we've, we've, we've collaborated with producers before um in the case of dave cobb you know he just um i think we reached out to him and he had a he was so busy you know because he, he's done like he's a national guy and he had i think two weeks in the schedule he was going to go on vacation we were like please please man we just can we come down to you and can we just bang out a record you know we got we got a lot of it finished <laughs> you know we got some really elaborate demos and um he agreed and it was great because every single day he would just uh, you know we'd, we'd go to his basement studio and he's just you know he's just an unpretentious guy but just loves talking about music and loves, you know we broke open uh, an idea once a day and just went to work you know, and it was um, it was over before it was done. And I, I, that's the kind of studio experience I really like. I don't like getting stuck and uh, obsessing over like a, a, this guitar tone or this, you know, snare tone for like four days in a row. Uh, it was really um, fast paced and kind of a great way to make a record. And um, it was, a, it was a, we had a great time in Nashville. So I, I would love to do it again. He's just a, he, Dave Cobb is a music fan that can bring the best, bring the best out of you in, in a very effortless way. We're real excited about this greatest hits on CD and digitally released June 16th. So next week, and then your very first ever vinyl release on August 25th with multiple different variations of that and artwork. Scott, we appreciate your time today and we can't wait to catch your uh, greatest hits on June 16th. Thank you so much. When the bad news breaks and I'm there in the headlines When I'm too stunned to move and I'm caught in the headlights I got bad intentions and the world against me Just wanna make it clear who you're defending It's me!